0: Well, hello, and thank you for joining us for our first episode of the of our new podcast car rider lane my name is elena polson and i'm the chief communications officer for clear creek independent school district and i'm here today with some two guests that will be able to shed light on the ever overwhelming process as a parent or a student of course selection and course registration time Um, i'd like to begin and introduce natalie urenga who is our director of guidance and student services and dana morgan who is our director of career and technical education i'm going to go ahead and start with natalie can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been here in CCISD, and you have a very long job title, so tell a little bit about what that encompasses as well.
1: I do. Uh, this is my 18th year in education, and I have 12 years in Clear Creek ISD. I serve as the Director of Counseling and Student Services, so I support the work of counselors, nurses, social workers, prevention specialists, homeless specialists. Um, we work really hard with our prevention and at-risk department. Everything we do in counseling is student-centered, so...
0: And she is masterful with knowledge, and we'll get to that in just a moment.
1: Dana, tell us a little bit about you. How
0: long have you been with the district and a little bit about your role? Okay.
2: Um, I have been with the district for about 12 years now. Um, Served in both the career and tech coordinator role as well as now in the director role. And uh, what the position does is it, it oversees all of our career and technical education instructional programs. Um, to kind of say what that is, because a lot of times people don't really know everything that career and technical education encompasses. So um, I want to I kind of put it out there for, for everyone as far as what all of those different subject areas are, because it's a very broad area. Um, we have agriculture science. We have architecture and construction, audio-video technology. We have manufacturing, engineering, health science hospitality, information technology, uh, cosmetology, automotive technology. I I may not be able to catch them all right now, but you can kind of see with the list that I'm saying that there's a lot under it. We have over 120 courses and hopefully today I'll um, get to share a little bit more um, with everyone about everything that's in that.
0: In Clear Creek ISD, our mission is to make sure that each child is college and career ready. And these two individuals and the areas of their responsibility really drive that mission to life every day in CCISD. Um, so thank you both for being here today. So let's get right into it. Um, I do want to share with the public that if you're watching us on Facebook at the end, we'll be answering your questions live, but certainly these two, and we've got a lot to cover. Um, we'll have about 20 minutes of information sharing and then 10 minutes of questions and answers. So you can either put your question into the live uh, comment feed or you can wait to the end and If we don't get to it, we'll be sure to follow up with you at the end. So this is the time of uh, registration for students in CCISD, specifically in grades 6 through 12. So if you're an elementary parent here today, you can sit back and relax. This this is more informational, no action needed on your part. But certainly for our parents that have incoming 5th graders and especially incoming ninth graders at the high school level, it can be very, very daunting to figure out that navigate the course selection and registration process. Natalie, can you start us off to tell us a little bit about what that process looks like? Um, Let's go ahead and just but what does it look like for a parent and a student at this time in CCISD?
1: Absolutely. Um, If you're wondering why it starts this early in the year, um, we want you to know that student choice choice drives our programming. So we want to make sure you know what's available to you, that you get your questions answered. And then when you pick your classes, that helps us with our hiring practices. We purchase the right curriculum in time. Um, We make sure teachers are adequately trained to do the courses that we want. So it's why we start so early. But here's the part that parents need to know to do. You're gonna get materials that come home with your student from their feeder school. So our rising sixth graders are gonna come home sometime this week with a course catalog. It's an intermediate educational planning guide. And it describes all the classes that we offer to sixth, seventh, and eighth graders at our 10 campuses. Then you're going to have a course worksheet. And this is really a way for you and your student to map out which level of class you want to take. So if I'm a sixth grader, I have a choice between on-level English language arts or I can take an advanced pre-AP level. So you'll pick your core classes. Every sixth grader in CCISD is going to take a physical education class. And then kids are going to pick electives. And all of our students are going to choose their fine arts elective required in intermediate school during that process. So that worksheet is how you kind of measure out what you want to do for those levels. And then once you've planned it on your worksheet, then our families go into Skyward and they put those course requests into Skyward. So in addition to the catalog and the worksheet, everybody gets a set of instructions on where you go in Skyward to select your courses. And that information is submitted directly to the intermediate school. Great. Speaking
0: of intermediate schools and high schools, we do want to Uh, share some information for our parents, that we know that we're in the midst of a school boundary change process and the preliminary recommendations are out for public input. And certainly the timing of the boundary process as well as of course election timing may seem um, confusing for parents. And we just want to reassure you that uh, the course selection process, especially at the intermediate level, is pretty synonymous across the board. And we have actually taken steps to delay those parent orientation evenings for incoming sixth graders as well as student tours of intermediate schools until the dust has settled with the school boundary process. And so the, um, I, the information nights will be March fourth and fifth early. You'll get information on that here shortly, but we've moved those nights until early March. High school will move on as scheduled uh, because that is much more of a a moving piece puzzle with all the course offerings that are out there. But no matter what high school orientation you attend, you'll be receiving the same information. We will be providing district-level information at each of our high schools, so they will not necessarily be school-specific, so that if you are a parent of student who may potentially be attending a new high school next year than what you're currently home-zoned to, we encourage you to go to the proposed high school and um, just to get yourself acclimated with that campus. Sometimes we, we've even talked, if you have a dual husband and wife, maybe one goes to one campus and the other. The point of it is, is that the information that's being shared is, is the same across the board. So you won't be missing out on anything if you attend one high school orientation versus the other. But that high school orientation will continue on February 11th for incoming ninth graders at each one of our high schools. So um, I think we've addressed that piece. Natalie, what are the important things uh, parents and rising sixth grade students should know about selecting courses for the sixth grade?
1: Um, most of the coursework is prescribed. Again, like I said, you're going to pick a level. So every sixth grader is going to choose that core curriculum of a math, science, social studies, and an English class. Um, we put a premium on our English English language arts. So most sixth graders will take a double block class. So when I throw in PE and a fine arts, students select maybe one elective. It's typically their fine arts choice. Um, What we most want students to do is pursue their passion. We have superior programming across the district. So for our sixth graders that are interested in band, we want you to choose band. If you want to do visual or performing arts, we want you to select those as well. Now, because our our tours and our parent nights are after the SBAC meeting, we want families to know that there's still an opportunity to change those course requests. So when you come to the parent meeting, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the considerations when you take a pre-AP level class. Um, We're going to talk about mapping out your math and science classes if you want to take Algebra One and Biology in eighth grade. And then we're also going to spotlight again our fine arts programs. So we're going to have tools at the parent meeting where parents can submit a request to a change that they might have entered in the Skyward, and then we'll be accepting changes all the way through May 3rd. So we're gonna make sure that families also get a communication home in writing that says, this is what we have on file for your student's course request for next school year, and procedures for how families can change that.
0: That's great. I wanna stay on the intermediate Uh level Uh here and move over to Dana, talk a little bit about what are the career and technical education, how does that work? What sort of options are there for students in, intermediate school.
2: Okay. Um, While we do have a lot more available at the high school, we do have a good offering at intermediate also. Um, Some of the uh, more popular courses are the audio-video production. Um, That is one. And um, uh, we have robotics. We have construction technology culinary and welding. Um, So those are some options that we have. Uh, One of the broadest ones that I would recommend that all, um, this is an eighth grade course now, it's called College and Career Readiness. Because in that course, students learn not just about career exploration and and what you need to do to plan for college, but you also learn about all of the course offerings here in Clear Creek Creek ISD so that you can plan for graduation. Um, Clear Creek has so many offerings that, I mean, really uh, just teaching that could be a course in itself. And that's a lot of what that course consists of.
0: Since we're on you, let's move to high school. So, As parents and students are looking at that very large Educational Planning Guide, which is a great read, but it is a lot of information. Yes. What, mm-hmm. uh, tell us just high level what kind of opportunities, if you're an incoming ninth grader, eighth grader planning for high school, that they should be looking for?
2: Okay. Um, so, there are certain graduation requirements that are set, a lot of them in the core areas. Um, what I would advise, and this would be incoming ninth graders, so it would be our current eighth graders that are thinking about it and our eighth graders that are registering for their freshman ninth grade year right now, make sure that you explore everything that is available for you. Um, It's it's going to be a two-way road here. We're going to try to push out as much communication about our programs as possible, but we also invite you to come to us. Come to us and ask. Come to the campus. Come, uh, go to your teachers. Ask. Um, Find out everything that's available. If you know what path you want to take, let's say you know you are interested in being an, an engineer, and you know that's where you want to then what I would advise a ninth grader to do is start seeking out those elective courses, those engineering elective courses, and start your freshman year because you can get a lot deeper into the curriculum if you start early and finish throughout your senior year. If you're not sure of what you want to do yet, what I recommend is for your freshman year, take that time and take the courses that you know you have to take for graduation. That would take some of the elective components out of it, but if you take your core courses and make sure you're getting on track with all of the, those courses that are required, then maybe when you do know a little more of what you wanna do, possibly your sophomore junior year, you're gonna have a lot more flexibility in your schedule to schedule those courses of interest. Thank you. So. We're in this time. Um, what
0: advice would you give to a high school student coming in, or even current, actually this applies to any student in, in the high school level. I don't want to just focus on mm-hmm. incoming ninth graders because this is a challenge that 10th graders, 11th graders, and many students face about how do you fit it all in. Mm-hmm. There's seven periods to the day. Um, we'd love to have them longer, but we know they have lots of other things to be doing. But how, how do you fit it all in?
1: Yeah, so Dana's advice was absolutely spot on about trying to utilize that time early to take care of those um, core requirements if you're not sure what other elective pathways you want. But we also want families to know that in CCISD, we really believe in personalized learning and students have alternate ways to earn high school credit for graduation. So we want families to collaborate with their high school counselor to map out a plan that might include summer school, it might include Clear Access, which is our online virtual school. We do still do face-to-face evening classes through Clear Stars for acceleration. And sometimes students are so proficient in curriculum, they're passionate about it, they know it. Many students can accelerate out of a graduation requirement by taking a credit by exam. Um, So there are multiple ways to map out in that four-year plan that I can do within seven periods, what I'm most interested in, and then those graduation credits that I'm least interested in can be fulfilled in other ways.
0: And speaking of, uh, you had mentioned something and I wanted to go a little bit deeper in that. So uh, Clear Stars and Clear Access, we probably don't talk enough about those opportunities. Can you share a little bit more about those programs?
1: Yes, so um, we offer within the district um, programs where students can either accelerate or often remediate. Sometimes we just get behind in a class. We wanna recover that credit on time to stay on track to graduate with our classmates. So what's most Promising to me about Clear Stars, which is face to face instruction two nights a week, or Clear Access, which is online and partially self paced, um, is that it's by CCISD personnel. So when students utilize those programs, it's CCISD instructors, it's CCISD vetted curriculum. Um, we know that students are getting that quality education in a non traditional experience. Um, it's also not It's self-funding, so to speak. Um, Our prices for the online classes are lower than other programs in the state. Um, Families can utilize other virtual school providers within the state and, and we will gladly give parents information But I just can't really put a price on knowing that you get to collaborate with a CCISD teacher when you go through Clear Stars or Clear Access and Clear Creek.
0: And they earn credit towards graduation. They
1: earn credit towards graduation. I think it really helps families also balance um, fitting in Competitive soccer and um, the mission trip that they want to do in the summer and um, finding ways to a lot of kids want to double up in a math or science or social studies class. It creates that system of balance where kids still have schoolwork and non school work time.
0: It's definitely a, one of the best-kept secrets in CCISD, so they'll get the information out. Dana, let's talk about high school specialty programs. I know you're mm-hmm. so proud of so many of them in CCISD, and every each of our high schools has at least one, mm-hmm. and students can, um, within their home attendance zone, access those opportunities. And it is also open to students outside of a home attendance zone that may have an interest in biotechnology or auto technology. Um, we often hear the the concern, like, I have to go in there my ninth grade year. But that's not necessarily true. So students can attend their home campus and earn those that time and travel back and forth. Now, transportation is not provided, but we know of many students that take advantage of that opportunity daily. Right. Can you tell a little bit about some of the signature programs?
2: Yeah, let me, and you know, we call them specialty programs, um, and I would say it's not because they're more special than others, um, but their specialty in that it is a specialty on that campus that is not located at other campuses. We do this, um, just to let you know, I'll Well, let me let me say what the specialty programs are and where they're located, because this is this is important information to get out, because sometimes the people that go to the campus know about the program, but others that do not aren't familiar with it. So give me just just a minute and I'll go through those. We have a handful. So at um, Clearbrook High School, we have a program that is called uh, Broadband Communications, and um, that has to do with um, K. Cable wiring, copper wiring, wireless communications, getting systems set up for that, that type of technical work. Uh, we also have a robotics program at Clearbrook High School. Again, these are specialty programs called specialty because they're located at Clearbrook High School, but all students in the district have the opportunity to apply and go to that campus for these classes. So it's open to the whole district. Um, We have construction technology at Clear Creek High School. Dentistry at Clear Creek High School, Metal Manufacturing at Clear Creek High School. Um, At Clear Falls High School, we have Biotechnology, and we have a Computer Technician program there. At Clear Lake High School, we have a Biomedical Science program, which we're very proud of. We just started this last year. so Well, actually, we... um, Created the program last year, and this year is the first year students are enrolled in that one, and it's a four year program. Um, at Clear Springs High School, we have automotive technology and culinary arts, and at Clearview High School, we have certified nursing assistant and cosmetology. Again, all of the programs that I just said are open to all students in the district. Some people ask, and it why is it only on that one campus? Why can't I have it at my campus? The thing is, the programs are so specialized, such a like a a, a niche in a career, um, that if you just put it on one campus, it it probably wouldn't fill up with students because it's a very specialized type of education. Also, the cost of facilities. If you're going to have an automotive technology program, um, if you haven't been to the facility, you'll, you'll see the grandness of everything it, as it is. We have car lifts. We have all of this uh, automotive computer uh, machines. Very expensive programs. So what we do with these specialty programs is we build it out in one area, which is usually a pricey, expensive build. Mm-hmm. And then when we do open it up to everyone at the district, but for the most part, the, the the demand meets the space that we have. So,
0: And many people probably don't realize, especially maybe the audience that we're attracting here today talking about course selection for incoming ninth graders or you, something for intermediate parents to be aware of, too, is that at the end of a four-year process, students in many of these classes can – earn workforce certifications. And so Correct. they are workforce ready when we make reference to that. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about the pharmacy tech? I always get excited about that okay. because <laughs> students, I see them working in, in our local pharmacies and it's really impressive to know yes. that, that that opportunity was afforded to them with CCISD.
2: Right, and pharmacy tech, that's an example of one of the programs we have. I didn't list it here because it's not just located at one campus, mm-hmm. it is located and, there, and there's others that are that way. Um, that yes, many of our programs, after going through the course, there are industry certification opportunities and it leads you straight to work. Actually, some of our pharmacy technician students are, um, get uh, employment even uh, prior to graduation. It's just that upon getting the certification and graduating, you would, you can then take on more responsibility and fill the role of a true certified pharmacy technician. But yes, um, pharmacy technician, we have the nursing program where students um, can earn their certified nursing assistant. Um, certification, which qualifies them, it's an entry level nurse, but it's a certified nonetheless, and that can work in hospitals and nursing homes. That's great. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We
0: are going to now open it up to some of the questions that we've received. This is our first mm-hmm. podcast, so this is yes. exciting. <laughs> so, from uh, Mary, she, and this is a great question, one that I know, Natalie, you get all the time. I'm a parent. How do I know if my student is uh, qualifies for pre AP or AP classes? How do you make that choice? <laughs>
1: This is a really simple and complicated answer all at the same time, and it it really runs um, with the idea of parents, you know your student best in terms of maturity level and commitment level. So in CCISD, we believe in open enrollment, and we want students to attempt rigorous coursework. So you don't need anyone's permission in CCISD to sign up for a pre-AP level class. What you and your student want to coordinate on is is your student prepared for the responsibilities of that coursework? And that doesn't really mean just lots and lots of extra homework. It might mean that I have a longer reading piece to cover that is a little bit more advanced than the other class. Um, It might mean that I have some responsibilities to manage in addition to the work that I have to do daily for that classroom. We want students to attempt pre-AP classwork. When students enroll in pre-AP classwork, we ask for them to be committed to it for the first three to six weeks. And in a number of instances, that very first test, students come home and say, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm at the wrong place. And what we find is when we hold students to that three or six-week enrollment, they start to understand the teacher's methodology in the class. Um, they start doing better on the exams, and they realize that really is the place for them to be. When our students are misplaced because they're not prepared for the curriculum or we have some other issues we need to work through, Mm -hmm. then we help families level down from that pre-AP class to an on-level class.
0: And uh, Monique, this is a pretty big question. We'll get to as much as we can in the eight minutes we have remaining. Can you explain the endorsement process? And this this will actually be the two yes. of you because you play a big role in this discussion as well. Mm-hmm.
1: So the endorsements are part of the required graduation plans for Texas. It's a very unique Texas thing. What I want families to understand about the endorsement process is your students' Interest and passions should drive the endorsement choice, not the other way around. So when your student finds a home in our CTE programs or our fine arts programs and follows a natural selection of electives, they will fulfill an endorsement, if not multiple endorsements in CCISD. And then for the purposes of graduation, Texas public schools have to see your student graduated with an endorsement. So there's no quality criteria points and admissions for what endorsement you earned. Just that you fulfilled an endorsement. So we don't want families equating endorsements with um, having to narrow immediately to what the student wants to do in their college or careers. We really just want endorsements to be used as the tool that they're designed. They take those national career clusters and put them in bigger groupings for students to find a home for their post-secondary plan.
2: Yes, and I, I you know, that's a that's a great point. We don't want the endorsements to drive what the students take and and I think that that sometimes kind of accidentally happens because when you get caught up in the process of what courses go with what endorsement um, sometimes there's some misconceptions or some some mistakes are made as to oh if I really want to take you know this health science course here but I'm on the endorsement path for stem is it going to fit or not? it's not it's not in the endorsement staff for, for stem say so I'm not going to take it but that's not necessarily the case um, there' for the most part I mean I I mean we can we can work around anything and still get a graduation um, plan completed with an endorsement but the student sh- we just we advise you to stay on track and take the courses that you are interested in and do not worry about exactly where it's fitting and what column it fell into because you'll be taken care of in that area.
0: We won't let them fall through the cracks. They're going to make it through.
1: Well, and we always end up focusing on programs that have – big visual impact, but I want families to know that there is even an endorsement for being in JROTC and our students that would be interested in that endorsement should consider starting with the leadership development core classes that we have at the intermediate schools. Um, It's a phenomenal track of programming to develop leadership skills. I'm not sure I could do the LDC program enough justice just in this minute to explain the quality of experience that students develop with their character and their leadership and the way they carry themselves in a school after participating in the program. Um, For our sixth graders, I want to be sure that they know that among their elective choices is the leadership development class, and then to know that there is a pathway all the way through high school, even leading to an endorsement with JROTC.
0: Many, many opportunities. I believe we are, if anybody else has any other questions, they can post it now. But I'm
1: not, I think we
0: may have covered everything.
1: I do want to stress Mm -hmm. that at the parent nights at the high school on the 11th, all the campuses will also offer a career fair or expo. So our quality CTE mm-hmm. programs will <laughs> be um, represented that night, our fine arts programs, our JROTC programs. You can go talk to the teacher for AP Human Geography and find out more about advanced classes. So take advantage of those meetings to get face time with the teachers for those courses. That's perfect
2: advice. Anything else And anything? I do, I do want to say we were talking about... Um, CTE specialty programs earlier, um, those programs do require students to actually apply to them. That application is open right now. So um, yeah, t- you can see everything that we have to offer if you go to the CCISD website and then under departments, if you go to the career and technical education department, you can see all of our specialty programs, both the ones that are district wide as well as um Kind of specialty, but uh, programs that are located on all campuses that require applications too. Uh, So those applications are open, and I say if you are interested, let's get started on those now.
0: February is a big month in CCISD, so we're excited. Uh, Thank you both for being with me today for our first podcast. This has been exciting. So please, uh, as a reminder, to be following us on www.facebook.com forward slash Clear Creek ISD to join us live next time. We plan to do this every other week, and uh, we hope to see you here. If you are a podcast subscriber, you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Car Rider Line in your Apple Podcasts, Google Play Stitcher or Spotify app so you can be notified whenever we publish a new episode. Until next time, thank you very much.